Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, at the end of it. We may actually finish it today. <laughs> so uh, Jesus is going along with the entourage. They've been traveling, right? And in verse 46, it says this. Then they came to Jericho. And as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples, so you stop there in the middle of a the sentence. They come to Jericho. They're there. Then they leave Jericho. And he's leaving Jericho with the disciples and a large crowd. So get the scene here. They're, they're leaving Jericho, and the disciples are with him. And there's also a large crowd following. When they're doing this, a blind beggar named Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, was sitting by the road. Yeah, you've heard of Bartimaeus before, right? So what was Bartimaeus doing? He was sitting by the road, and he's begging. Why is he doing that? Because this is how he earned a living. He's asking for alms, A-L-M-S, alms. He's saying, will you help me? Will you help me? He's blind, so he can't work in most things in a more traditional sense. So he's asking people to help. A lot of times people look down on people that do that kind of thing. We shouldn't do that. They're doing what they can do, okay? And they're simply asking you to help them. Uh, people that, with you know, what we consider to be uh, respectable positions do the same thing, okay? A salesman does that, you know? A salesman helps you with the sale, but what is he really wanting you to do? He's wanting you to help him by buying this. Okay, it's the same kind of thing. So he's just crying out, help me, help me. And they, they were, you know, looked down upon. And as a matter of fact, in a couple of verses, we're going to see that the crowd is really rude to him. But one thing I find interesting is his name was Bar Timaeus, the son of Timaeus. Bar, B-A-R, means son of Timaeus. It means son, okay? So Simon Bar-Jonah, Simon, son of Jonah. So Bartimaeus, I, I don't know if this was his real name. might have been. I don't know if this is just what they called him. You know that son of Timaeus, that guy that, down at the beggar, the son of Timaeus. And it's just interesting that he likely, he may not even had a, his own identifier, his own name as far as the crowd was concerned. He's just the son of Timaeus, and he's sitting by the road. Well, all this ruckus is coming by. Verse 47 says, when he heard that it was Jesus the Nazarene, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He had heard of Jesus in all likelihood. He knew who he was and the way he responded here. He's crying out to him, and he's saying, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. So here is one who's at the bottom of the hierarchy of society, one that people are sort of accustomed to perhaps crying out and asking for alms, you know, begging. Now he's begging and crying out to Jesus, and he calls him Son of David. Son of David, which is a messianic term. And then have mercy on me. So he has some understanding here that this was Messiah. And this is one <coughs> they could have mercy. Why is he asking for mercy? He'd likely heard what Jesus had done. So he's crying out. He just didn't do this once. He's crying. He's being very loud. So loud that in verse 48 it says, Many were sternly telling him to be quiet. So how was the crowd responding? They're going, shh, be quiet, be quiet. You know, it's sort of embarrassed, you know, and this kind of thing. We do the same thing today, folks. 
we do the same thing, the way we act and react, especially with people that are on the lower end of the totem pole of society. And when they cry out, when they call out, when they do it in a way that may not be quite socially acceptable to us, whatever it may be, you know, we do the same thing by our action, our deeds, maybe even our words, tell them to be quiet. But he kept crying out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. He just kept crying it out. He kept screaming it out. Verse 49, and Jesus stopped and said, call him here. You know, there's times when Jesus would stop and he would go to somebody. This time he just stopped and he said, bring him here. I don't know why, likely because of the crowd all, all around him and everything. So watch what happens now. Jesus says, hey, call him. Tell him to come over here. So they called the blind man, saying to him, Take courage, stand up, he is calling for you. So now instead of telling him to shut up and shut up and shut up, they're saying, Hey, take courage, it's your lucky day. Stand up, he's calling for you. You know, we're on your side now. We're, we're all for you now because Jesus says, Come here. It's just a picture of how uh, the masses can be sometimes, is it not? So throwing aside his cloak, he jumped up and came to Jesus. Now, you know, we do well when we read the scripture just to take our time, okay? Just take our time, look at things, and just don't blow through things sometimes. <clears throat> this throwing aside his cloak, that's significant right there, folks. He threw aside his cloak, he jumped up and came to Jesus. He threw, away, threw aside, away, <laughs> likely his only possession. You know, a cloak would have been the thing that would have protected him from the elements, the thing that would have wrapped him up when he slept, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This cloak was of extreme value to him, and it was a necessity. He threw it aside. He jumps up, and he comes to Jesus. Verse 51, and answering him, Jesus responded to him and said this, What do you want me to do for you? <laughs> That's one of my favorite statements in the Gospel of Mark, or really in Scripture. Jesus saying to somebody, What do you want me to do for you? Now, he's blind. You would assume that maybe he wants his sight, but he'd ask for mercy. He didn't really specify what it was yet. So Jesus is just asking point blank, what do you want me to do for you? And let me tell you, folks, this is a great question. Perhaps the Lord is asking the same of us right now. What do you want me to do for you? As a matter of fact, every time I read that, there's a thing that crosses my mind. And I say, Lord, this is what I want you to do. And then notice this, what do you want me to do for you? You know, it's not a, a necessarily a large kingdom kind of thing or something like that. What do you want me to do for you, for you personally? What is your need? What is it you're wanting from me? And the blind man said to him, uh, Rabboni, okay? Rabboni, which means, you know, master, teacher. I want to regain my sight. We learned a couple of things there. He wants to regain his sight. He didn't want to attain his sight. He, he, so it looks like he'd had his sight before, and now he says, I want it back. And Jesus said to him, go. Your faith has made you well. Immediately, he regained his sight and began following Jesus on the road. <laughs> well, don't you reckon? Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine, imagine, imagine? What is this when Jesus says, your faith has made you well? What faith? What had the guy done? He had cried out to Jesus. He'd cried out. He calls him master. He'd cried out, son of David. And he said, have mercy on me. When Jesus asked, you know, 
particularly, specifically, what is it that you want? He says, I want to regain my sight. He believed that he could regain his sight. And he believed that he could regain his sight through Jesus. Jesus says, go. <clears throat> Your faith has made you well. When Jesus said that, he wasn't well. When Jesus said that, he had not regained his faith. But when Jesus says that, Mark's favorite word, immediately he regained his sight and began following him on the road. So, Lord, for the thing that's crossing each one of our mind, for that thing, what do you want me to do for you? Lord, I ask that you would do it to the praise of the glory and the honor of your grace and your power. We just thank you. Hey, thank you, saints. I'll see you all the next time around, okay? Goodbye.